Hello, and welcome to our second episode of R&D. This is Dom, and I am joined with the R to my D, Miss Rena. Hello. <laughs> and we are... Uh, we are one month into Mr. COVID-19. Uh, we're doing, we're taking it today um, with anchors uh, way. I think that they were really ahead of the game and they're helping us create a podcast over the phone. So we have no idea what like is going to happen. I know that I showered, especially for this um, in my shelter in place <laughs> uh but yet i'm in my bathrobe <laughs> uh how does it look over the river and through the woods by your place rena it's a little bit gray today which you know is a day that makes it okay to stay in the house uh i one thing that has changed about my apartment is uh, my TV fell. So I feel like... Which there was an Insta story about that. Which, yes. Like when I saw that, I called you. I actually wasn't the first friend to call you because... But I felt that. <laughs> yes. And something about Rena, ladies and gentlemen, is like one thing I think that unites us is we are just lovers of television. Yes. And especially during this time when something that you enjoy and keeps us connected literally fell to the earth. (laughs) It did. (laughs) No, when the thing that's crazy, I was taking a nap and I woke up and it was just like my TV was on the floor a lot of people thought it shattered because there was also a bowl of potpourri oh, that the TV knocked down and everything that was on the floor was potpourri. But it just, it was like, I didn't even really have time to be super sad because I was so confused because I was like, how did this happen? And then I wondered if there had been an earthquake. I just didn't feel and that would have been more acceptable and then there were people like did someone try to break into your house and I'm like I don't think so because it's just like if they the thing about it here's the deal if you're going to break in please take it so I can get the insurance Uh, but thank goodness the TV is okay well, and it was okay within a few hours because you needed something to do that night. And so, like, that was actually a mission. Yes. <laughs> it was. Well, the thing about it, the TV got mounted as soon as I got it. And then I was just, I, then I, and then it was just like my dad, he was like, do you still have the stand? And one thing about me, <laughs> I don't throw anything away because you don't know when you're going to need it. So I still had it. I just didn't know where it was. And, but I found it. (laughs) Speaking of things about throwing away. So I don't know where, 
what it's like in the rest of the country, but here in LA, you do need to wear a mask to go groceries shopping and just being, if you're going to go into a store, essentially you need a mask. Mm-hmm. I threw away probably last year during a spring cleaning, let all of my bandanas. Mm. <laughs> just because it's like, I'll never need these. And really? Are yeah. you, are are your gang banging days long gone? Well, to some extent, I still need to. <laughs> <laughs> depending on the weekend, you might see another appearance. Um, but you know that is something... disclaimer: not everybody in a bandana gang bangs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Like that has been something new in the past month is seeing like people wearing a face mask and just like, I don't want to say it's a new normal because we don't know if it like if and when the restrictions are going to uh, ease up with that. But like that has just been something I like, I'm going to obey the rules like I am going to wear a mask when I need to go to the grocery store or something like that but as of now I if I'm taking a walk around the park I'm not going to wear a mask because I would like to feel the fresh air and everything else like that um but there has been some mask shaming mm-hmm. uh particularly in an app that we maybe utilize called next door which uh i just literally i was talking to my mom today like part of like something that my mom and i have bonded over is the next door app so my parents are in florida right now and she like sends me like the crazy next door stories from where they live in florida Um, which is in a community which is definitely over the age of 55, per se. Um, And it's just funny. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, in, in this time of, like, wearing masks and just, you know, not, like, knowing what might happen, I think that there's been kind of like a I don't want to say like a culture of snitching but (laughs) (laughs) but like a few weeks ago I wasn't able to go scroll all the way back and couldn't find it but like when it this was first like happening there was someone who took a video of kids playing soccer and she was like, should I call 911 on these kids? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I would have had time for her, but my username is my actual name. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I would have been like, hey, did you actually go up and talk to them and ask them to stop? And it's Like, what concerns me in all of this is, like, this situation is just causing people to, like, rat out people 
who just want to live their lives in a way that they seem fit for themselves. I don't know. Like, granted, this was before all of the mask stuff or whatever, but also um, there was this one dude who wrote, like, the title Mask Up, and essentially he was new to the neighborhood, Sherman Oaks, and he said, we love walking this neighborhood with you, and it's awesome, you do too, but you need to put a mask on. And then the... I don't want to say the libertarians of Sherman Oaks, but it was just like, you just, you need to, in my opinion, coming from a background of like strategic communications where you think of like every word that you're saying, it's like, first of all, what you're saying is false is like, you do not need to put a mask on (laughs) because you're taking a walk. Like until I hear you have to be covered up in public like just going out in public I'm like I am not going to wear a mask taking a walk and like I probably get I get the heart where he's coming from he wants everybody to be healthy and I get that it's just like I think there was like 90 comments back on this situation 90 yeah 92 maybe (laughs) oh my goodness and I'm not gonna lie me being who I am and you know like the type of person I am I did insta stalk who this person was afterwards and I, they seemed like someone who maybe would not put thought into what they were saying online. Mm. Again, I'm, there are a lot of people like that. Right. And it's just like, you know, Godspeed. I hope that you are more cautious with your wording the next time you put something out onto the internet and everything. So do you have any next door? stories that you would like to share <laughs> I, I think one thing about next door i will say that i have a love hate relationship with it there are times when it's nice when someone says okay there is an accident on this corner okay i know to avoid that part of town uh i used to work for a small business and there was someone who just utilize next door for what it is not for and just a a customer got very upset for no reason and the the thing that I loved about it there were a lot of people who had used the business in the community for a very long time who went and stood up for us And the owner, who is an absolutely incredible person, just was willing to give a a discount to people who had never been there before, who still came in in spite of this ridiculous post. Uh, It can, there are times when I look at it and it's, it's a lot of people looking for lost animals or reporting lost animals or just reporting animals yeah just like (laughs) once (laughs) once there was a post that just said skunks and like i was over at your place when you said that and like i saw that post earlier in the day prior to coming over to your place and i was just like 
when I was home before I saw you, I was like, who would just write that? Yeah, it's just like I wanted to write badgers as a comment. <laughs> Sorry, like, Coyotes. Coy- uh, like, old McDonald had a farm. Um, Roadrunners. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, God bless Sherman Oaks next door app. And, you know, one of, okay, so one of, like the animals that we saw as we were just like looking at the next door app together, like when we were going to do this episode is we saw a tiger. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. There is a show about a tiger that has taken the world by storm. And uh, have you watched this tiger show? Yes, I have. I don't think there's anyone who hasn't. <laughs> this thing is like, it's, it's a, it's a, like the man who pretty much invented reality TV for Fox, Mike Darnell, who was an incredible genius. What he said, because this is the guy who's responsible for the masked magician, American Idol. Joe Millionaire. Well, Joe Millionaire, that that was a blast from the past. He said what he was trying to do was create a car accident on television. You knew you weren't supposed to look at it. You tried to look away, but you just couldn't. You, you You just couldn't. I was suckered in and... I I watched every episode. I, as did I, and I watched the new special. There's a, like, a after the fact. That I haven't seen yet. Um, It's, so I grew up in a small town in Ohio. And literally, if you would have driven, like, 10 minutes south of, like, where I lived, I feel like that could have been, like, I could have seen his park there. That's what's crazy to me. I'm like, this is, you you and I have talked about this like prior to like right now, like for me, I think animals should be free, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately, like all of these domesticated, not, they're not domesticated, but all of these big cats that are in captivity like, if they were to go back into the wild, they would have no idea what to do. No, they wouldn't. And but... it broke my heart when it said that there were more of these beautiful, beautiful animals in captivity than there were in the wild. Um, and I just find it... In... <laughs> I was talking to another friend who was just saying like pose the question or not pose the question. They were just like, wow, this part of like society exists. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, but for what it was, like I was entertained. I feel bad for the animals. I like, if someone can point me in the direction of, let's say there's actual sanctuaries that, um, 
these animals don't have to do a show or whatever where they can just literally live in peace, let us know. Because um, I would be curious. Um, have you been watching anything else during this time? Uh, yeah. I have watched... I have been watching Unorthodox on Netflix. Ooh, how was that? I haven't watched it yet. It is what I really enjoy about it. I read the book about 10 years ago, I think. And it's based on the book. It's a memoir. It's a true story of a girl who grew up in a Hasidic neighborhood in Brooklyn. But the 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 TV show takes poetic license because in real life, this girl did leave this community, but <laughs> in, but in the show, it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more dramatic. And like I said, it's poetic license, but I truly do enjoy the show. Uh, so that. I watched this before we went into quarantine, but I did a second viewing because it was so fascinating. Hunters. <laughs> Which, because of you, it's on my list. When I mm-hmm. get there, I will let you know. Yes. Uh, also, I am quite addicted to little fires everywhere. Really? Because can, can you tell us uh, the premise about the show? Like, I see it, but I just haven't. It is like a couple of my girlfriends and I, we had a virtual cocktail party to discuss an episode last week. Hi, Reese and Andrea. And essentially, the premise is. There is a white woman, played by Reese Witherspoon, who ends up renting an extra property that she has to Carrie Washington's character. who And Carrie Washington's character has a daughter. And both of the women, I think the overwhelming theme is motherhood. And... Reese Witherspoon's character, Elena, she has four children and she has pretty much had a very stereotypical Midwestern life. Whereas Mia has, Mia, well, Mia's very secretive in the beginning. It's like, we know that she's got some secrets, but her story is starting to unfold and they encounter each other in Shaker Heights, Ohio in 1997. Suburb of Cleveland. And what I really enjoy about it is it takes place in 1997. I was in high school in 1997 and I grew up in the Midwest. So most of the music references make my day. And it's just like, I can I. And I have seen some of those struggles between black women and white women that are portrayed in the show. And just because I went to an all girls school, just those struggles that they experience as women, period. Mm. And it's a matter of just, it's, 
I really, really, really am enjoying the show. There is one episode left. That's the thing about Hulu. Hulu releases shows weekly. Netflix gives you everything at one time. And I am on the edge of my seat trying to find out what is going to happen at the end of this show. And it's I'm not giving anything away, but in the pilot, the very first episode, you know a house burned down. I really need to know who burned down this house because just with everything that we've learned, it could be any number of people. So from what you're gathering, and I really, the only thing I know about this show is that it's set in Shaker Heights and Reese Witherspoon and Miss Washington are the leads. Is it setting up for a season two, do you think, or... I don't know because I know it's based on a book. I am very interested. I probably will end up reading the book. Uh, Big Little Lies was also based on a book and that had a second season. So I, and the thing about it, one thing that I don't know is I don't know if everybody is walking out of this alive. Mm. So it's just like, I'm not sure if there could be a season two. And sometimes... If the price is right. That's true. (laughs) But there are are things, one thing that I appreciate about television in other countries, specifically British television, they don't try to milk things for everything that they're worth. They make something good in a short amount of time and they can walk away with something good. They don't say that they had, they ended up with something that where they beat a dead horse for five extra years for, for more money. So I don't know. (laughs) Um, I have been watching sex in the city from the beginning. Mm, Gotta love a good binge. Um, I'm on season four. Um, now that, so this was what was crazy to me when I started it. Um, I didn't realize it was 1999 or 98 when it started. So like it's been out for 20 plus years. So now like when we're in the age group of like when they were like the show was going on, I'm, like I was just sharing probably with you and a few other people I'm like that I've told that I'm watching it. I'm like, these are conversations that I am definitely having in terms mm-hmm. of so I, I find it crazy like how current it still is and it's just like the writers really had a way of communicating like real life situations. Which is timeless, in my opinion. That's like, for my, for me, that's a mark of a good show. I agree. Uh, one show that I, just because for me, uh, I don't know if you can tell from the picture, but I am Black. <laughs> and uh, I, old family Black sitcoms, they make me feel very safe. Such as? And, uh, Different World, Family Matters. Cosby show I know but you know I love I love the show not the man uh and 
one thing that I have gone back on is living single, which. And where can we find that now? On Hulu. Okay. And like I hadn't thought about living single in years, but David Schwimmer from Friends, he sent a tweet like, you know, perhaps Friends should be done where they have an Asian cast or a Hispanic cast Ooh. or a black cast. Ooh. And Erica Alexander, who is a brilliant, brilliant part of the show, she tweeted back and said there already was a black version. It was called Living Single. And Living Single came out a year before Friends came out. And many people think that the idea was stolen. And the thing about it, I'll put it this way. They're both great shows. But Friends, I have probably seen every episode three to five times. And none of all the jokes are predictable. I use them in conversation. But Living Single... I don't know if I just didn't watch it when it was syndicated, but I watch it now and I'm like, this thing was so brilliant and so ahead of its time. It's hard to get me to laugh out loud. Like I'll grin or I'll smile at something, but this show makes me laugh out loud several times throughout one episode. And usually the only time, the only show that's ever really done that for me like multiple times throughout an episode is Golden Girls. <laughs> which which yeah. Dom and I both love very much. I think we need to have an episode devoted to Golden Girls. Oh, absolutely. Um, so something I also wanted to touch on or is like what we talked about that we wanted to touch on is just like some of the things that maybe reconnecting with let's say friends over the past few weeks and you have an amazing story um, which I I, I would love to have the 10 people that listen to us here (laughs) (laughs) well it makes me happy that this happened because I said in our last episode that my goal during this time was to connect. I said that I wanted to connect with friends. I wanted to connect with family. Uh, I've had a lot of virtual cocktail parties. Zoom, I should have bought stock in it because, (laughs) man, this thing has taken over the world. And I do one of the biggest blessings. I talk to my parents every day on FaceTime. And I, I've always loved my parents, but it's just like, I love getting to communicate with them daily. But the story Dom is referring to, uh, a friend from college, she And saw, where did you go? I went the to scene. the great Howard University okay. in Washington, D.C., HBCU, famous alumni include <laughs> Debbie Allen and Felicia Rashad, Frederick Douglass was a huge part of the founding, uh, Thurgood Marshall, so, so many people. And then Rena also went there. (laughs) Yes, I did. But uh, a friend saw another, another, some other girls that we knew, their floor had this big Zoom call from their freshman year. 
And so she just messaged everyone and said, we should do this. And it happened. And it was a gift. It was so wonderful. Just because it's like, yes, I am friends with these people on Facebook. I follow them on Instagram. It's just like when someone gets married or has a baby or gets another degree. It's just like, I like, I congratulate. But it was so awesome for all of us to connect with each other. It was nice to hear voices again. It was nice to not get the Facebook updates. But just especially there were people on there that said that they forgot their Facebook passwords. And they were like, technically, I still have Facebook, (laughs) but I don't check it. But I don't know my on- Facebook password. Thank you, Lord, that I automatically am logged in. Uh, <laughs> but it was just so nice to just, it was nice. To, like, I got to see two of the girls who were able to join. We got to say hi to their children virtually, and they have beautiful children. And there are people who are, there are two girls who are doctors, which is incredible. And it's just like, just so much black woman excellence. And it was my kind of party. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was anyone living overseas or is everyone over here? Uh, For the most part, I think everyone that was on the call is over here. Like there were, there were some girls who weren't able to join the call, but everyone who was on the call is here and three of the women on the call live in los angeles okay myself and two others um i was able to um facetime an old college roommate which was actually really really fun and then connect with another friend um from college who i probably hadn't spoken to for quite a while but it like in all this it has given time like no one has the excuse of saying like they're busy (laughs) and And we're all going through the same thing we're all dealing with the same thing so it's just like how are you navigating okay (laughs) how am I navigating and you know so like that has just been it's been really nice like at the end of the day it's just been nice to like see and hear old faces and like because you go back to that time of life oh yeah like we talked about so many what one interesting thing about uh my freshman year floor I lived in a brand new dorm and Verizon was on strike Mm. when the dorm was built so for the first two months I feel like an entire floor of girls shared one phone. Oh my goodness. And one thing that is awesome for me door. So the cord was long enough that I could pull it and bring it into my into my into my room and I could just sit on the floor right next to the door and talk on the phone and wouldn't have to hear like hey when are you going to be off the phone like 
and I just uh. had it closed in there. And then my my RA, who unfortunately is no longer with us, who I loved so much, she, one day she knocked on my door and she said, "Rena, you cannot do this." <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who knows me well is not surprised that I did that. They probably hear this story and they're like, I know this story is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's funny. Um, so we know in LA we're at least going to be with the safer at home for at least another few weeks. Is there anything that you... I don't want to say you're looking forward to or just any final thoughts over the next four uh, weeks. <laughs> Hopefully, I, maybe. I do. I do not mind having to deal with traffic. I do miss people. Uh, I especially miss my esthetician, my nail tech, and my hairstylist. Uh, uh, and I that's one of the things that it's just like I'm excited and I'm also nervous because it's like the things that I'm looking forward to once this is over involve close contact which I don't know how comfortable I'm going to be with once this is over I have enjoyed the um the the traffic or the the lack thereof it actually reminds me of being back in Ohio of like I can actually mm-hmm. drive um but like when I was taking a walk today like I was thinking about that as you know we were gonna have the podcast or whatever and it's like it's just weird that my mind is thinking oh it should be busier mm-hmm. type of thing like I have that mental like just thought process of I've lived in LA for the past 11 years I should just be hearing cars all the time and like the eerie silence has just been very like I don't want to say weird because it it's just different and um and I hate saying I hope it gets back to normal which means like more just the normal for me would be Like, that is a normal incense of, like, people are able to work, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, But I have not missed the excessive traffic. And, like, I plan on calling more friends from college that I haven't been able to connect with in a while. Yeah. I, one thing that I am, I am hoping for a better normal. Yes, that is, I think, a great way of putting it. Yeah, not a new normal, but a better normal. And I just believe in saying, and I just believe in saying the words physical distancing as opposed to social distancing, because I think socially we have the opportunity to get better right now and continue to get better. Just, um, I know of people who've done Zoom birthday parties and just, I don't know. It's a matter of we I want us to come out of this better than how we went in. 